the Kids Fin, a podcast about education from a kid's perspective. I'm Mia. And I'm Aiden. And I'm Addie Mae. We want grown-ups to remember what it's like being a kid. And we're sure that if you learn to talk so kids will listen, and listen so kids will talk, you'll realize that we are full of great ideas. So put your earbuds in and your thinking caps on, because this is Kidspin. Welcome to the special edition of Kidspin. After spending the past two weeks at home, we thought it was a great time to record a new episode. That's right, Aiden. And on this episode, we have a special guest, Dr. John C. Bullion. Dr. Bullion is a special education liaison at ESC Region 12 in Waco. For those of you that don't know what ESC is, it is Education Service Center. And he also just happens to be our dad. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, Dr. Bullion, thank you for joining us on this special edition of Kidspin. Well, thank you guys. This is, I think, your third episode, and I'm excited that you let me be in an episode. <laughs> yeah. Wow, normally y'all are wanting to go out and talk to teachers and principals and stuff like that, but this time, I guess maybe the, the quarantine and stuff, <laughs> y'all decided y'all would just put up with me for today, so thank you guys for letting me be on here. Yeah, we're glad yes. you could be here. Okay, Dr. Bullion, what do you think kids our age, or just kids in general, should be focusing on in this crisis? That's a great question, Mia. You know, I think that, that, you know, I think that everyone is kind of trying to figure out how to move forward and what we should prioritize. You know, do we, um, you know, how much time do we work on schoolwork at home if we're at home all day, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think in every family, I think it's going to be different because, you know, here I'm an educator and so I'm home with y'all working from home a lot. And, 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 but there's a lot of people out there, you know, take mom, for instance, she's a a healthcare worker. So she's, you know, she's not off, you know, she's going to work every day and and she's there in the ICU overseeing, you know, patients and trying to keep, you know, trying to keep this whole thing under control. So, so, you know, I think the most thing is that, you know, kids are going to all, I think, respond differently based yeah. on their homes and their families and, and how but well being, their parents are there. Yeah. Or not, or, yeah. So, but I really think the most important thing is to remember that, you know, while, you know, this is a weird situation that things are going to work out. They're yeah. going to be okay. It'll and, work out for the best. You know, teachers and stuff are working on materials and right now we're in limbo, but pretty soon we'll have an idea of, you know, how long we're going to be doing homeschooling and, and then we'll just look forward to when this all kind of is over. Yeah. Dad, or wait, did you want me to call you Dr. Bullion? Uh, I prefer Dr. Bullion, thanks. No, I'm just kidding. Dad's fine. Okay, Dad, may I ask you for your perspective, how do you feel about the crisis of the coronavirus? Well, it's kind of evolving, I think, right now. You know, originally I had kind of taken the perspective of, you know, the flu comes around every year. This is a heightened form of the flu. As long as we use good hygiene, things are going to be okay. But, you know, um, just it's gotten more serious. And I think we all are starting to realize now that, you know, we have to 
you know, we have to sacrifice some things that we're used to. We're used yeah. to going out and we're used to going to school and we're used to going to work and we're used to going to the store and being able to go out without being afraid that you might get sick. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that my perspective on it is continuously changing. I think the most important thing is, I think, is that, you know, that we all kind of do our part to mm-hmm. try to keep each other um, as healthy as we can be and that we sacrifice some things that we're used to knowing that when this is all over, we can go back to how things were. But, you know, in some ways, this whole situation has given me a lot more perspective on, you know, life and yeah. how much I love you guys and how much I love mom and I love my career and how blessed we are as a family. But you know, I think that when things like this happen that are that are just this global situation where people are getting sick and many are dying and it makes you just realize how lucky you are to have your health and yeah. to have your family. So I think more than anything, I just want to make sure I'm doing my part to, you know, one as a father to keep you guys safe and, and, and to try to protect you know, and pray for mom when she goes into the hospital to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I think the other thing is, as an educator, you know, we're, I've been doing my Zoom meetings and mm-hmm. working from home because we're mm-hmm. looking at how we can best support all the schools as they start with lessons and stuff in this coming week. Yeah. You know, today's yeah. Sunday. And so starting tomorrow, you guys are going to start really ramping up and doing schoolwork here at home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's changing. It's evolving. I think I take it a lot more serious now than I did initially. And yeah. I realize you know, just, you know, how important it is we all do our part to um, just to keep each other safe right now. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, also known as Dr. Boyan, when you were <laughs> a kid, do you ever remember something like this ever happening? That's a great question, Addie Mae. That's where'd you get that? That's funny. Oh, I like that question. So y'all thought about these, I can tell. Um, yeah. No, I can't ever remember anything like this happening. I mean... Like, I think back to when I was a kid in the 70s and 80s, I think maybe the closest thing to this was growing up in Galveston County in Lamarck, Texas, maybe was Hurricane Alicia. There was a huge hurricane that came through uh, when I was a kid and it really shut down the coast for weeks and there was no electricity and there was, you know, water was, you know, got cut off. And so I can remember I was 12 years old at that time. And I can remember we were at my home during Hurricane Alicia when it came through. And that was in Lamarck. And that's just over the causeway from Galveston. You know, when we go down to visit Galveston, Uh, the the little town of Lamarck there. And so I do remember being in my home and during Hurricane Alicia, um, being kind of scared that night when the hurricane went through. But really, that wasn't the worst of it. It was the next, you know, a few days later, my mom realized, I think, uh, you know, she was a professor there at Galveston at UTMB. Mm-hmm. And I think she realized that, that you know, leaving the, us there, my brother and me and my two sisters, yeah. uh, all two years apart, that we were not going to be able to have electricity. We were not going to yeah. be. And so I remember they loaded us up and, and like probably like midnight one night drove us here to the ranch where we live now oh, wow. to Grant, Grammarian and Granddad's because we would always come from the coast mm-hmm. here to Valley Mills, you yeah. know, Waco area because it was safe. Yeah. Yeah. When storms would come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming in. I still remember coming in probably like around 2.30 or 3 in the morning. Oh, my goodness. And Grammarian and Granddad were sleeping. But they had left. Uh, Grammarian always cooked homemade cookies. <laughs> and that little yeah. tin 
that sits out there on our microwave. It's that's just mm-hmm. her cookie. And so I can remember walking in and smelling those cookies and thinking, oh, because I didn't, you know, when you're a kid, you don't really know who's talking to who. Yeah. Like, I didn't know if my mom had called Grammarian and said, hey, we're coming, mm-hmm. or if mom just said, let's go. But I do remember walking in and eating a couple of her chocolate chip cookies and then oh waking up the next day. Yeah. And then, so for me and Trey and Kim and Kelly, my siblings, the next two weeks were fun. We were here at the ranch. Yeah. Everything was fine. We were out playing. It was like an extended break. I think it was in late August. Maybe we hadn't started back to school yet, but we were about to. Maybe there was a delay to school or something. I don't remember exactly yeah. how that played out. So after leaving kind of the chaos of, of that area during the time, mm-hmm. then our lives kind of went back to normal. Yeah. But my mom and my stepdad went back and then they had to go to work. And so they had to manage not having you know, uh, electricity and having to shower and be clean for work yeah. and things like that. You know, there were things they had to go back and endure that us as kids, we didn't really have to experience as much, but I think that's probably the closest thing yeah. to like this. And that was yeah. really nothing like this, but it was one of those big events in yeah. my life that things shut down and my life mm-hmm. was altered for a period You'll of time. You'll definitely remember it. Probably. Yeah. I yeah. think I'll yeah. always remember it. Well, so y'all are asking me questions. I want to go off the, the rails here a little bit. I want to okay. ask you guys. I know we can. I know y'all have a lot of questions for me, but as we go, I want to ask y'all some questions okay. too because yes, I think okay. it's important that people know what kids are thinking. Okay. Now. You know, I know yeah. your podcast really is when y'all decided to do it was so that adults could start figuring out, hey, you know, this is how kids are thinking about these things, educational things. Yeah. And, and right now with the coronavirus and all, I think it's important that people know and think about, hey, we need to be... Um, asking kids, what are y'all thinking about this? Yeah. Because some kids get nervous and scared. Some kids are happy to be out of school. Some yeah. kids are, uh, uh, you know, it just, it varies. And so mm-hmm. what do y'all think about this situation? What's it been like the past couple of weeks? And then thinking that you're not going to be in school maybe for a few more weeks or maybe months. Yeah. It, it, in a way it worries me. And of course, a lot of kids are probably glad like, yay, we get an extended break. And it's fun to some point, but when you sit in the same room all day long and you yeah. don't get to see anything else, it gets kind of boring and you're like, Oh, I want to do something else. And then whenever it's rainy outside where as you could be at school, like in athletics, like running around here, you just have to sit still and you don't yeah. really get to go anywhere. That's one reason I am excited uh, for our work to start tomorrow. So yeah. we've got something to do in the day. Yeah. yeah. So we're not. So yeah. Like, bored all the time yeah you know it's that's it's interesting you say that I mean you know with people being asked to stay at home and you know we're lucky we live out here on a farm we yeah. have 150 acres we're allowed to just run the mountain and want. the river of course has been raining for feels like two weeks but yeah but you know we can we get we can go out and feed the chickens yeah. and go out and play with the cats and the dogs and yeah I mean gosh we've got only what 24 cats yeah so, of course they're all spayed and neutered and um <laughs> And they're yeah. pets, and, and they're all sweethearts. Even we have the, the kittens in there. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's fun to be able to have them. And then I don't. But a lot of people really right now, think about it. They're like in towns or in apartments, yeah. or in, and they're just really cooped up. And no, so, yeah. In a way, we're kind of lucky for having, well, not kind of, really lucky for having all this property and all these animals and all this stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. I really do. And I, I don't know. It's just that, like, I remember the other day when you were going to go to the grocery store and you were like, well, I don't know if y'all just want to be able to, you know, stay here and hang out. But to me, just being able to see something different, something else, I was, 
I, and I don't, I didn't think I could ever feel that way about like getting to stay home, but it's turned into I where know. it's like, when we oh went into, and I just picked up a few things and I could let y'all ride with me. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause when y'all, yeah, I was like, well, do y'all want to just wait here or should I? And y'all were like, no, we want to go. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, y'all been cooped up forever. Yeah. I bet y'all just want to go see the city and yeah. see the buildings. Like, yes, they're still there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Make sure the Corona zombie virus hasn't taken them down. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, I think it's, you know, as serious as this is, I think we all have to find humor and, yeah. and it's kind of like find our new normal for a little while, yeah. you know? And yeah. I mean, what do you think, Addie? You're so like, think about it. You guys have different perspectives. Mia, you're 13 now and you're a seventh grader. Yes. And Aiden, you're 11, soon to be 12. Yep. And you are a sixth grader. Yes. Sir. And Addie Mae, you are a fourth grader and you are nine, almost 10. Yeah. Almost double digit diva. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, Addie, like for a, a nine year old, soon to be 10, like what's this like for you? Like not being able to see your friends and. Um, well, I guess it's kind of a good time to take a break from school, but also. At the same time, I kind of miss, like, all my friends. And then yeah. I miss, like, being able to go and see my teachers. And Yeah. But it's a good thing that our school has been, like, coming up with ways for us to learn yeah. when we're not actually there with each other. That's true. Yeah, I know we're going to find out more tomorrow. But talk, what are some of the things they've been doing right now that you've already got to go on and look at and check out? And so in math, they've been posting like assignments like um, there's like math problems. And then there's this thing in writing where we have to go on and we have to fix a sentence and make it right. And so, yeah, I think. And so is that, what are they using? Did you say it's Google Classroom? It's called, yeah, Google like Classroom. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I think they're also going to provide some packets or something. Yeah. Maybe. They yeah. don't have internet. So, yeah. So tomorrow, because some kids, some people, some people struggle to think they don't have internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it'd be hard for them to go online and do that. Yeah. Some people also don't have computers in their homes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it, they have a smartphone, but I mean, it's hard to do all your work on a smartphone. It is because with and all you are, this, y'all are the weird kids, right? Because y'all don't even have smartphones. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it was funny because it was it was so weird the other day. Um, I was looking on Google Classroom, and for my, it's really cool because my music teacher she created a Google Classroom to where she's going to tell us like exercises to do with our instruments so that we can still practice because we were supposed to go to UIL before all of this started on like the twenty third. No, the eighteenth was like our pre UIL, and so we were supposed to go and do that, but of course we didn't get to go, and so yeah. I was kind of upset about that. But I mean, it, it it'll work out fine. I'll get to do it next year. But I thought it was so funny because it said she posted on there that this one thing that she was going to use, this like trainer or something to help us, yeah. it was only available on like laptops and computers. So it was oh. like all the kids with like, they were on there looking at their Google Classroom with their phones and they're like, I don't have a computer. Right. So like some kids won't even be able to do it. Right. I like, well, I wonder gosh. if they're going to look for ways to kind of help with some of those kids, maybe check out Chromebooks or yeah. something. You never know. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I, and, and so think about this, like you think about it just in our town and all the kids and, you know, I guess there's, I think our little town Valley Mills has 700 and something kids in school yeah. and it's yeah. a very small little two yeah. Texas school, you know, small and rural. But then you think about every school in Texas is dealing with this right now. Yeah. Not just us. And then when you think about it, every school, in the United States is dealing, is dealing with, with this. But then think about this. Every school in the world 
to some degree right now is either affected by thinking about or dealing with this across our entire world. Yeah. Like, that's huge. That's a lot of... You know, it almost makes me see, feel like in some ways we're not so different. Like, I mean, yeah. everyone, we're all in this situation together as, yeah. a, as, a, as a global, you know, group of people. Yeah. So... Aiden, I see you, you You were acting like you wanted to say something. Can I ask you one other question? Yeah, you can ask me as many questions as you want. So, Dad, how uh, do you... It's Dr. Bullion. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think the teachers will react to this crisis of the coronavirus? I... That's... You know, I think everyone's going to react differently. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to yeah. depend on, you know, what... what on their school systems, on the leadership in their schools, on, you know, I think this is really, in some ways, you know, there's always good that comes out of things, right? Yeah. No matter what yeah, happens. Yeah, there's always a bright side. There's, a, there's, there's positive things that come out of all crises mm -hmm. and crises. And, it just depends so, if you want to look for it. Yeah. And so I think in some ways this will help um, teachers who really want to take um, some chances and some risks and be creative and develop some innovative ways to provide instruction yeah. outside of kind of the normal type of uh, the normal type of like experiences that they usually do. And so I think in some ways the teachers that are just innately real creative and yeah. do these things anyway, will, will, I think they'll react by going, Oh, this, I got this, you know, yeah. and then teachers that, that are more traditional that tend to kind of teach, you know, kind of more traditionally mm -hmm. with it, whether it be lecture or whether it be different forms like that. I think that this will be an opportunity really for a lot of them to get outside of their yeah. comfort level yeah. See what and they really can figure out. Yeah. Try some new things. Yeah. So when this is all over, I think the reality is, I think all educators across the globe are going to be so they're going to be better yeah. because of this. I think because to be a teacher is to be a learner, you know, and so yeah. teachers and educators are lead learners, right? You guys are not just students, you're learners. Yeah. And so for those of us that like, if I taught my same subject for years and years and years, it would be easy for me to just do what I've always done yeah. and teach it the way I always teach it. And then, yeah, but in some ways, ball, right. But in some ways, maybe I would even lose some of my passion if I did that. So I think kind of the bright spot to this is this has given a lot of teachers the opportunity to do some things, to take some risks and challenges and really to explore things they've never thought about before. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, how do you think kids are going to get as much education as they need during this? Well, I think that's a trick question because y'all have got some good questions here. So y'all flipped it back on me and you're questioning me again. I like that. Yeah, sure. You know, Addie, I think uh, I, that is kind of subjective and I know, and that may not make sense to y'all. So, so everyone is different, right? We all are yeah. unique and individual and have our own learning styles and our own capacities and potentials to learn certain content in different ways. And, and so I think overall, I think kids will, for the most part, you know, learners, uh, students will continue to learn, you know, it's, are they learning the things that we as educators want them to learn yeah. during this time period. So, so I, I think one of the ways that um, 
kids are going to continue to learn and continue to um, learn the, the things that we want them as educators to learn is through, yeah. through us, so educators like really partnering with families yeah. and having, you know, developing kind of ways to communicate with mm-hmm. parents and share information and resources to leverage technology, yeah. to yeah. do Google Classrooms and, you know, other things like that, to, to put together packets of information, yeah. to yeah. really, I think it's to, it's, it's educators and parents, we have to be in it together and we have to collaborate and we have to be kind of on the same team with each yeah. other more yeah. now more than ever. Yeah. And I think we have to be mm-hmm. flexible. I think yeah. we have yeah. to be open to change. You know, change. Yeah. I mean, what do y'all think? What do you think it's going to take to make sure as this week starts tomorrow that you guys are getting what you need? Well, not just from educators, but from me and mom and from each yeah. other and, and from your lessons to where when you go back to school, whether it's in two weeks or two months or the beginning of next school year, whatever it turns yeah. out to be, that you guys aren't, don't feel like you're struggling to catch up, feel like you're okay and yeah. that you didn't lose a whole lot. What do you think that's going to take? I kind of feel like it might help that we have, there's three of us. So I think it might help for like, if Addie's ever having trouble, I've already gone through all that before, like any of this. So if she needs any help or if like, she would usually ask the teacher about it, I yeah. can kind of be here and you and mom will be here. Cause y'all yeah. are very supportive and y'all help us when we need it. And I feel like, also that the we I don't know sometimes whenever I get confused it's good to have someone there to talk to yeah and I know for some of the kids that are going to be doing this basically on their own it's going to be kind of difficult for them because yeah if their parents are working and maybe like think if the three of you were here and think if I wasn't in healthcare and I was working and and that y'all were here and you would almost be the educator for these two, you yeah. know, or the or Aiden would be And I think that might be kinda of hard for the older yeah. siblings that are kinda of like basically taking care of their younger siblings during this time yeah. so that the healthcare workers can try and take care the, of everybody. Yeah, the people that are still working during yeah. this crisis. And so so what do y'all think it would take? Addie, what do you think it would take in a situation with like some of y'all's friends who if maybe both of their parents are still having to work? Like what do they is there something more that they need or is there something so, more they could get help with or well hmm. I mean something even just as simple as like sitting and reading a book for like 30 minutes. Yeah. That could help. And then yeah. Just easily writing down a math problem and yeah. solving it. So they're going to have to take some responsibility, it sounds like, for their learning. Yeah. It's, yeah. Re- it's really good that we have each other. Us three kids have each other, and it's good that we have good supportive parents. I paid them to say that. <laughs> no. So it's a good thing because we have each other in a time of crisis like this. Yeah. Yeah, and I know all families right now are pulling together to really support each other. And yeah, we all, um, I mean, there's not a parent out there that doesn't love their kids. And that's the reason they go to work and that they provide, you know, the things they need, you know, through that. And not everyone like has the opportunity to be at home right now for their, you know, kids. And and I can imagine that is very stressful in many people's lives and not just the the adults who worry about their kids getting the education they need during this 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 period, but I think also, like you said, Addie, like the the kids getting kind of what they need mm-hmm. if they're at home alone, and so mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very different for different people, like throughout the country, really, but also across the world. You know, and so yeah. 
Um, I think about your pen pal, Addie. Who, when, where was your pen pal again? Uh, Scotland. In Scotland. And what was her name? Uh, Arisha. Arisha. Like, what do you think is going on with Arisha right now? You know, talk about her a little bit. She, well, she, yeah. she's um, in fourth grade and she's really sweet. And um, like, I know we've been talking back and forth. We've been sending letters. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because... I don't know how many siblings she has, and that might be hard for her yeah. if she doesn't have any to help her. And so I just hope that she has someone there for her to help her. Yeah. You know, that makes it kind of personal, doesn't it, in a way? Because you and her are friends. Like, y'all yeah. send letters back and forth and... Like I, you've read me a few of those letters and they're so sweet. And I've seen you've written those letters and returned to her. Y'all have really developed a friendship. And so, yeah. um, but that puts it in perspective, you know, that's in Scotland and, you know, mom and yeah. I were scheduled to go to Ireland for, yeah. you know, the presentation with my dissertation and, you know, that got rescheduled. And so, yeah, people are going through a lot of change right now. And I think that, you know, you just think about it, like everyone across the world right now is dealing with this. And yet, so we all just have to find a way to, kind of do our parts, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, Dr. Bullion, I have one last question to ask. Okay. How is the coronavirus, like, affecting educators, just in general, every educator, for special ed, for just general yeah. education? Well, educators are are uh, helpers, mm -hmm. right? You know, I know uh, Aiden and I have talked about this a while mm -hmm. back when he said, you know, one of the things I really like to do is to help other people. You know, mm -hmm. and, and I told him, you know, one of my micro motives or one of the things that I really enjoy and get a reward out of is helping others. And yeah. so educators are helpers, right? We want to help. And that's why we want to teach, because we want to help students, you know, and children really grow up and learn. And yeah. so we want to share what we know and help them to understand what it is to, you know, learn these things and be successful on their own. So I think for a lot of educators right now, this is stressful. Um, it's difficult because, you know, even like me being on Zoom meetings and, you know, I'm used to getting dressed in my suit. You know, I dress up mm -hmm. in a suit and die every day. Yeah. And I go to work and I go out to schools and mm -hmm. I help other educators, you know, manage their responsibilities and be yeah. effective so that kids receive good educations. And, and yeah. so, you know, just me personally, you know, it's kind of a bumper in a way because I feel yeah. like what I'm called to do is really connect um, to other educators to help them really connect um, to what kids need. And so I think everyone deals with it differently, but I think educators for the most part probably are, are, are stressed and are a little bit overwhelmed probably yeah. and yeah. feeling like how do we create and manage this in a way that it really is purposeful, meaningful, and let go of the things we can't control, like whether or not a big sister helps a, a brother with work or whether or not yeah. A, yeah. a kid gets on Google and cheats. Or, you know what I mean? Because yeah. those are the kind of things that are out of our control. I mean, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, um, kids are learning. We are learners. Humor, humans are learners. Mm -hmm. So whether uh, a kid is playing Xbox, is feeding chickens, is reading a book, is um, doing math problems, you know, is on the Internet, you're learning. Yeah. And so I think right now, more than anything, uh, educators are really, really struggling to figure out how do we provide the supports 
and um, the expectation that kids in this setting in homes across the, you know, across Texas, I hear more locally, but, you know, really across uh, the country and the world, how do we help um, you guys know these are the things that we need for you to do so that your education can move forward? And when we get back to our normal, whatever that is after this, that we're all kind of ready to go. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think we all are doing our part and I think we just have to keep on, um, keeping on praying for a good outcome. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we might be wrapping up. But wow. Well, this was fun. Thank you guys. This for letting, was really fun. Yeah. Letting me join y'all. Yeah, I think this will be a great episode and I look forward to, we'll get it edited and we'll send it out to folks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to call you this dad. Thank you so much for joining us. Today. You are very welcome. And thank you guys. This, I am really glad that you got to join us today because first off, you're a dad. And second off, you're another educator that we got to. Yeah. To sit down with and talk yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys. This has been fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's dinner time. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Signing out. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. This Next episode is Kids Spin. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Kids Spin. Be sure to tune in next time. And always remember to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk. This is Kids Spin. So